Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, welcome to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. This is that's I'm Dave, and this is Janet. We're live. So hey, my, hey. my kid just walked through the door the second the countdown started. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, so the door opened behind me, and I'm turning around, and I'm trying to wave him off, and I'm like, ah, so hey Jen. Hey Dave. It is the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. I have no idea if anybody's even watching so far, and that's okay because hey. We, we kind of announced that we weren't sure if we were going to be able to do this show yeah. tonight until like a day or two ago. And we're like, let's just do it and make it happen. It's our first live show. We're going to start trying to go live once a month. Of course, mm-hmm. I am David Dahl. That is Jen Devotny. And we are part of the Odd Ponda Star Travel and Concierge. Jen owns the thing. I work there. So technically, Jen's my boss. But she's also the best co-host for the podcast ever. So Hi. here we are. Jen, how did you Disney this week? Uh, I am currently Disneying by wearing... Um, my Dumbo shirt. I like it. Nice. I love nice. my Dumbo shirt. It's cold enough. Nice. So, yes, yeah. nice. So I am wearing my MGM Hollywood shirt. This is from the Lost Bros. I don't know if you can see it or not. Uh, oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. But also, uh, our house is in a fire sale right now because I am fading in and out here. So I'm going to have to change my background. You are, yeah. Um, look at that. I'm disappearing. <laughs> so my beloved wife is kind of tired of everything in our house. It's just so much, so much mm-hmm. stuff in our house. Mm-hmm. And basically, she's in this mode of like, everything must go. We're getting rid of all of it. And we have a few charities in the area that are kind of doing mm-hmm. yard sales and things like that. And she's like, you know, of course, she lost all that weight in the last year or so. All yeah. these clothes are going to fit. She's got piles of clothes over here and over here we're giving away. We have Disney plushies, probably 20 years of Disney plushies in our marriage that she's like, oh my we can get rid of these. And we've got vintage plushies from the Disney store. And I told her, I'm like, you know, there are things that, that hey, I gave you a long time ago, and I'm okay if we get rid of it. It's all right. Yeah, we, can, we, can, all right. we can get rid of it. It's okay. So I'm um, changing my background there. Ah, much better. Whatever. So uh, I was like, we can get rid of it. It's all right. We've got little Disney store things. Still, a lot of stuff with the tags on it. We're just kind of mm-hmm. kind of getting rid of it. So, um, so yeah, it's a little sad, bittersweet thing. And uh, if you are, if you've had a drink or two on this Wednesday night, then I will come in clearly. Otherwise, I'm gonna fade in and out here. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just the nature of the beast. I guess I'm gonna have to get a real camera for my for my podcast because I'm using the computer camera. And I guess I'm just gonna need something real. So, uh, Jen, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna, we'll ask Derek. We'll just tell Derek to send there us one because he there loves us. And so, Derek, send me a camera. Oh send me a camera. So, Jen, we're gonna talk about our roller coasters tonight. We're gonna have our top ten updated list we've done the list two years two years um we've done our top tens but first we're not gonna do any news or anything big news and whatever but we are going to jump on this um disney has announced a 60 billion dollar investment in the parks Mm -hmm. kind of out of nowhere this wasn't even like announced at the uh uh, at the d23 d23 
So okay. um, from the Orlando Sentinel, this is also reported in all the newscasts. Uh, mm-hmm. Walt Disney Company revealed Tuesday it plans to invest $60 billion in capital expenditure. That's billion with a B for the parks, mm-hmm. experiences, and products division over the next 10 years, uh, which yeah. would double what it spent in the last decade. Now, we know and we've heard that Disney is going to put $17 billion into Walt Disney World. That was coming. You know, They had said that last year, and so mm-hmm. we don't know what else is coming. Jen, $60 billion bucks. That's a lot of money. You can do do a lot of things with six billion dollars. So obviously, the first thing people think is, "Oh my gosh, a fifth park." Uh, Do you think that's feasible, or do you think what what do we think about that? So I mean, I don't want to say it's not feasible, but they've also talked about some really big expansion plans, Magic Kingdom, that they're Mm -hmm. planning to and and uh, to expedite. What what was the word they used? It was like um, put it put it into hyperdrive. 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 Like and hyperdriving things takes money, right? So I mean, definitely we've got expansion. I think we've all they they've announced basically a switchover of Animal Kingdom. So like all of those things are going to require an investment. But then it makes you wonder, okay, what else do they maybe have in the works that they right. haven't announced? Like exactly. maybe another new attraction, maybe another I mean, they've as much as said is there's gonna be a new land in Magic Kingdom. Yes. I mean, they yeah. essentially have have said that. Yeah, so, well, we know the land is coming. We don't exactly know what it's gonna look we don't like. Know what Obviously, it is. Villains has been kind of referenced, and that's what people are but, kind of going with, but nobody knows mm, for sure. But nobody knows. Know sure. And then you know, yeah. who knows? Maybe there's also there's been teasers for like an expansion of Pandora, mm-hmm. or like you know, maybe there's some more that they can expand in Galaxy's Edge. Like now that right. the Star Cruiser is kind of defunct, like maybe there's like something that can go there. So I mean, I'm excited. Like it's like, you yeah. Uh, Jim, do you know how much how much space is between like what open space is between the Star Cruiser where it sits and Hollywood Studios? Like I know originally they wanted it to back up into Hollywood Studios where you would walk out of the Star Cruiser into Hollywood. Now it's a short distance. Is it very so there's a parking lot? And I just know because we had rented a car mm-hmm. and we drove and then they would they valet parked us, but we could see when we came in, you can see the backside mm-hmm. of the spires of, right. uh, of that too, right? So it was not super far away like from the entrance to the star cruiser to like the batu area because literally i could see it across a large-ish parking lot but i mean not as large as you know epcot parking lot where you can walk right like right. of course car, like not that much of a parking lot right, like right. It, well it, it makes me wonder and, and again that's why i'm asking this question yeah. do you think they could fill that land in with something like the, could they, uh, they expand galaxy's edge out into where, where it meets star cruiser and do something with i don't that think it's area? impossible i do not think it's impossible mm-hmm. i mean they'd have to move the parking elsewhere but of course, of course. but i think that's kind of but if they're not valley parking for star cruiser then why would they have well yeah then why could you not back it up and then maybe i don't know if they're legally allowed to use the halcyon for something else like and like repurpose the building or if it has to actually be like raised but right regardless i mean why not there would that would be kind of cool I think it'd be great. I think it'd be fantastic. Now, also released this week, uh, and, and there's a 22-page document out there. I haven't read the whole thing. I don't have that kind of time. But there is a document right. that Disney has uh, submitted to the government to basically to mm-hmm. expand, um, you know, expand Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not just put a hotel up or not just build a ride, but mm-hmm. basically the way that the way it looks and what I'm seeing projections of. And again, this is yeah. not confirmed. This is mm-hmm. not official. This is not saying this is exactly what, what they're mm-hmm. going to do. But but there is a um, uh, there is a an Instagram account code underscore word underscore Disney. And he did a fantastic Mm. set of maps, basically that they would build a park, uh, build the new rides and stuff around the Disneyland hotel and around Mm. Pixar. Like they would basically put things in between there. We're talking like 
15 new rides. Um, like as you're walking at Disneyland Hotel, you're walking into this new, what mm-hmm. essentially would be a new park. Um, it'd be a small park, but it'd be a park encompassing those hotels mm. because we know Grand California goes into California Adventure. Mm-hmm. These two would mm-hmm. go into this new park area. I don't think they would try to connect it. I think it would just be like yeah. a separate entity. Um, cool. Also, Disneyland Resort is looking at doing a Skyliner or a people mover returning the people mover back there as well. Uh, Something smaller, obviously, because, you know, the Skyliner, I mean, the land over there is not huge. Uh, They don't have a ton of of space. But if you're at one end of California Adventure and you need to get to the Disneyland Hotel, that could be quite of a walk. I mean, it's still a walk. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, having having that transportation would be fantastic. Having the monorail Mm -hmm. move around. And yes, $60 billion is a lot of money. And yes, it will go quickly because they're spreading it amount around it, yes all multiple the parks, parks you know, that's around the world so it's not just yeah. you know here stateside mm-hmm. but the first thing i thought of of course was building a fifth park and i don't know if they would do that I don't know that's enough. I I think what would end up happening is they will put the money obviously the 17 or 20 billion mm-hmm. or whatever towards Disney Magic Kingdom and then they will go through the parks again one more yeah know, Hollywood or maybe uh, Animal Kingdom then Hollywood Epcot one mm-hmm. one more rotation around building new yeah. lands new rides things like that maybe in I don't know 5 or 6 7 years they might look at doing a new park they've got land for it but that's a that's a costly investment. That is a costly endeavor, and I just think mm. there's so many more expansions that they have where they could put on an existing park, and right. with that kind of investment, they can do some really they can do some really cool things. They really, <laughs> really I think, could. I think that there's like there is space in Animal Kingdom for expansion. Like oh, yeah. you know, Hollywood yeah. is maybe a little bit more landlocked, but I think but you could you you yeah. could do something absolutely. I mean, what if they built some sort of walkway or some sort of travel? Between you know Hollywood and Epcot, uh, well, where it's not just well, the boat. I mean, like differently like, or separate yeah, from the like different. Walkway. Like I'm thinking Hogwarts Express between the two uh, Universal oh, Parks. Build some sort yeah. of train or some sort of something that would fit both themes that would take you from one park that to the next. So you cool. have to have a park to park ticket to go on it. How yeah. cool would that be? Yeah, that would be um, so cool. You know, having a connection of maybe. Maybe the Skyliner mm-hmm. over to Animal Kingdom. I don't know if it can go up yeah. to Magic Kingdom. I don't know if it would make it that far, but having yeah. uh, connecting those parks by like a, some sort of train, monorail, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. where you're not having to drive. It's over at the corner. Um, you know, building onto each park would be would be amazing. That'd now, be it's easy to look at Universal and say, well, you know, they're building Epic Universal. Why can't Disney yeah. do that? Just remember that Universal has two parks there. One park yeah. in California, a very small park, and very a small. couple of parks around the world. They right. don't have a cruise line. They yeah. don't have adventures by Disney to deal with. Mm-hmm. They don't have all these hotels, like 30 hotels, mm-hmm. just on one property. Right. Um, and they don't have, you know, land the size of Manhattan. They've got, you know, they've got a couple. They're, of they're a smaller whatever. footprint. So, they have a exactly. So a lot, a lot of their money will go a long, a long way. And if you look at the maps, they're so landlocked. Epic Universe is like down the road from their two parks. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just to- like. Yeah. When they tried to build Endless Summer. Well, not yeah. they tried. They did build they Endless built Summer. summer right? <laughs> but, you know, but it's across the highway. Correct. Correct. And you can walk it, but it's like a 30-minute walk. And I tell it's my long. clients, don't, don't try to walk it. Don't try to do it. It's just, it's take the bus. Which the bus system there works pretty well. Jen, do you it know does. what a bus is? The bus You know actually, what? <laughs> I do. Because uh, when we stayed as an agency, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, then we took the bus. It was an interesting experience. I'd, I'd yes. never been on one, really. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> for the audience, it, the whole the whole team went down to Universal and stayed on property in the summer. We had to convince Jen that was the, the Lux Premier Hotel, because otherwise she <laughs> wouldn't stay there. We told her afterwards <laughs> it was the, the value, and she was not happy with us. But, you know, she was like, well, that makes sense, because it doesn't look deluxe but I thought it was, and you know, you had to convince her. David. Had to convince her otherwise. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some roller coasters, Jen. Uh, we did in 2020. We did our top 10 
roller coasters at Disney yes, World, Disneyland, and Universal Parks. Now we tried to leave out, you know, uh, we left out the Gatorland and we left out the Lego Land <laughs> and the Sea World and the Six Flags because who doesn't love the Georgia Scorcher at Six Flags? Um, and whatever Hershey Parks up there, we left all those parks, out, all those Hershey coasters Park. out. We we wanted to look at only the Orlando Parks and mm-hmm. of course Universal or California and California Cal- California Adventure Disneyland and you know I've never been to Universal out there. I don't even know what they have out there in terms of coasters. Maybe they have something. I don't know. And Jen, this was a couple of years ago, so Primeval World has been closed. So oh, that probably wow. cannot make this year's list. But let me run through real quick for the audience. Let me run through uh, what your top 10 was in 2020. Yeah. Uh, number 10 for you was Rip Ride Rocket at Universal. Mm-hmm. Number 10 for me was The Barnstormer, very sentimental mm-hmm. roller coaster. Number nine was Mine Train for you and uh, Rock and Roller Coaster for, for myself. Number eight was The Mummy at Universal. Uh, number seven, uh, number eight was Seven Doors Mine Train for me. Number seven was The Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Big Thunder for myself. Number six was Big Thunder for you and Rip Ride Rocket at Universal Studios for myself. Number five, uh, California Screaming, and you insisted on calling it that, even though it wasn't Credit Coaster. You said, you know what? I heart, know it is. In my heart, in, it's California Screaming. It was still, still fairly new changeover, so I get yes. that. And number five for me was Everest. Number four, Slinky Dog for you and for myself. Number three, uh, your your top three was Rock and Roller Coaster at three, Space Mountain Disneyland number two, and Everest was number one. For me, it was Space Mountain Disneyland at number three. The Hulk was number two, and Credit mm. Coaster was number one because okay. I call it by its proper name. Now that was in 2020. We didn't have this list. The heart wants what it wants, David. The heart. I understand that. I get that. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, you know, my 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 heart wants uh wants Dino, a Primeval World to stay and tough tough to be a bug to not go away, but. It is yeah, your is. heart's wrong. So, yeah, my heart is wrong, wrong. unfortunately. It's, Sorry it's about wrong. that. Uh, but last year, <laughs> so we decided to redo this this list last year and do something kind of fun with it yes. because uh, we wanted to update our list. And now we're going to kind of make it a yearly list. Mm-hmm. So last year, um, your top 10. I'll run this okay. 10 through one real quick. Number 10 was The Mummy. Number nine was yes. Hagrid's. Number eight was Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Number seven was Incredicoaster. You called it by its proper name. Number Ooh. six was Slinky Dog Dash. Number five was Rock and Roller Coaster. Four was Space Mountain Disneyland. Good distinction there. Uh, number three was Expedition Everest. Two was a Velocicoaster. And number one was Guardians. Uh, and real quick, 10 through one for me, Rock and Roller Coaster, Rip Ride Rocket, Everest, Space Mountain Disneyland again, Big Thunder, Incredicoaster, Hagrid's was four, Slinky Dog Dash, Velocicoaster, and Guardians was three. Now, at the time, we did not have Tron as a, as a coaster because Tron had not been opened yet. So we didn't mm-hmm. have Tron going on at, the, at that point. Mm-hmm. So that was not an option for us. So... We're going to run through our top 10 again. We're going to kind of re- re- yeah. revisit this list and see what's dropped off, see what's, see what's around, see what exists and that kind of thing. So uh, my question, Jen, I'll let you kick it off, kick us off. But what, how do you rank these coasters for you? Like, what do you look at? Thrill factor, cue, line, experience. What yeah. makes you go, you know what? This coaster is number 10. This coaster is one. And here's the factors. You know what? I, I of course, I look for thrill factor, like for part of it. But mm-hmm. then another part of it is nostalgia. And I feel like the older I get, the more <laughs> I want the right. nostalgia piece of it as well. Of course. You know, so I mean, thrill factor is always important. But I have to have that like, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine not riding this roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the rankings, that's tough. And I actually have some arrows and like scratch out. And I mean, I should have rewritten the list, but let's be real. At any right. point, like I say, with the many top tens, most of these are I could judge one way or another, right. like, right. you know, on it, on any given day. So it's oh, quick like random, random theory. sidebar. Do we know how to spell zhuzh? That's a word I hear a lot. Well, I I zhuzh it up. Zhuzh, Melissa Reagan wrote it. I, every time I think this word, cause you, we talked about it and mm-hmm. she typed a comment and it was something like ZZ 
UZH or something like that. It had ZZTOP maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, ZZ Top. Yeah. It was something like that. <laughs> um, Sounds like something that would begin with a J, like a J's well, right. whatever. So But I yeah, I don't know that, that yeah. we actually know. If you that's, guys know, you know, comment. That's that's a new zhuzh. episode. Zhuzh. How to spell Zhuzh. Closet producer Heather, I know you're out there. You need to let us know how to spell Zhuzh. Um see if you can find <laughs> that on the on the world, worldwide interwebs. So yeah, Jen, um continue with your with your with your thoughts on the coasters and how you define them. Yeah, no, I mean, like I could definitely kind of move them one way or another, but it's, these are things that make my heart happy for mm -hmm. one like reason it. or another. Um, and sometimes with the ranking, it would did come to, like, if I had to choose like, okay, well this one's more thrilling. Right. But I have a, like a deeper connection to this coaster. I would put the one I have a deeper connection to higher than the thrill factor. So I that's like where I am currently with that. Ask me tomorrow. I might change my mind. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, and if you, I see there are a few people watching, which is exciting. So, you know, if you're in there, feel free to comment. Feel free to tell you, tell us what we, uh, uh, what we're getting right, what we're getting wrong, and what you think as well. But uh, let's kick it off with our number ten, uh, Jen, and I'll kind of give okay. my roller coaster thoughts as well. But go ahead and give okay. your number ten. Oh, okay. Um, so my number ten is actually going to be Hagrid's this year, which I know dropped okay. down wow, in previous dropped. years. Now, again, because I'm really focusing a little bit more on the things that I've connected with over, over the, Oh, look, uh, Z H U Z H. Look at that. It's in the comments. <laughs> Thank it. you. I love Thank it. You. Um, Hey Nathan. Um, but I'll see Nate. Thank you, man. Yeah. But that's really kind of where I'm at with that. I do not have as deep of a connection to Hagrid's. It is a fantastic coaster. It is a long coaster to this day. I've still never been on the freaking motorbike. I've only ever been well, on the sidecar. I've never been on the sidecar. So you and I need to ride it together okay, and then and we then can we switch, switch it up switch. and just okay. agree to it and say, you know what? Okay. Motorbike, sidecar. Next time we are um, universal, that's happening. But it is one of those attractions like I want to ride on the, I don't, because the line is so long. We've talked about this. A lot of these things yeah. we've talked about before. So if you've heard this episode last year, you're going to hear kind of some of the same points, mm -hmm. but we'll give an updated version of these points. Yeah, um, sure. The line is so long and yeah. it does break down a lot. By the it time does. you get there, you're like, I want to ride where I want to ride, where I'm comfortable. Yep. So I like riding the motorbike itself. And I'm like, do I really want to ride the sidecar? Wow. Fine. <laughs> and I haven't done it yet. And I will, I will at some point, especially if you and I go on the coaster together, that we can ride yeah. the sidecar. Uh, I'll ride the sidecar. Um, so number 10 for me, and, and I'm kind of the same way with you. It's it's nostalgia factor. It's also mm -hmm. the queue. I look at the queue. How fast does sure. the ride oh. go? Is it effective? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Is the queue just like, and, and I'm thinking you know, like Six Flags is a great example. Atlanta is two and a half hours from here. I haven't okay. been in like two or three years, but you know, in my younger days um, as a mm -hmm. teenager, 20 years old, 20s, whatever, we would go to, Atlanta, to Six Flags for the day. And they made feeble attempts to make their queue kind of fun. <laughs> sort of, kind of, but not really. I think the Batman ride had this incredibly, massively long queue that when it first opened, it was used. But then as, as the ride gets older, nobody's... It's like Voyage of the Little Mermaid in yeah. Magic Kingdom. Once it's been there for a few years, nobody needs that long queue. You're just walking, walking, yeah. get there and walking. Um, you know, the Superman ride they have out there is a great ride. But the signs are all faded. They have like the characters on signs telling you who they are, and they're like the sun beaten and worn. And um, the Riddler ride they have out there is just basically switchbacks, is all it is. The painted green with some question marks on it. It's like, oh, oh. this is fun. Um, and so to me, queuing and theming does have something to do, do with mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah. So for that matter, number 10 for me is going to be um, it's going to be Seven Dwarfs Mine Trade. This is one that I did not have on my list last year. And oh, I put okay. a little emphasis into the queue this year because mm. I love the queue. I love how they great. have the big fans going on there. A lot mm -hmm. of it's shaded, even though, you know, it's summertime. 
the shade still helps. And of course, once you get it in does. there, it's very nice. It's this incredible thing where like this, this, this wall of air as you're walking yeah. in and all of a sudden you're like it's like you're walking into the air and you're like oh my gosh i'm air conditioned what the heck um you know and you're like and, can i get trapped right here everybody stop well, ahead of me yeah. and you're looking at the people behind you going you poor schmoes back there right behind me you're in the hot sun and i'm in the air ha um the, the theming is great and, and they tried to do it with a little little diamond thing where you kind of spin the barrels and get the diamonds on the ceiling and stuff and that's kind of fun but you know and yeah. i love the ride itself and it's just it's a it's an easy ride but it's fun it the animatronics in the in the mind are great oh yeah um the pictures are fantastic the songs mm -hmm. are great and then it crests that hill and kind of kicks off and it's just it's a fun ride it it's really is ride. Uh, the line sucks because it's so long but yes, yes. number 10 for me mm -hmm. is seven dwarves mine train like number nine on your list now jen all right, nine on my list. And again, this is going to be, I struggle with this a little bit. I, I'm going to go with Rock and Roller Coaster, and it hurts okay. my heart just a little bit because I think the thrill factor on this one is great. The launch is, is killer. It would be way higher right. up if I was just rating on the launch. Um, I love the the smell of it like you know with like right. you're going in the underground um i love the whole like bit with aerosmith mm -hmm. so but you know it, i think at this point um like i still love it but i am to the point where i don't have to write it every single time right don't get me wrong i don't want to go anywhere i don't want it to right. change i just don't want to go on it every single time right. <laughs> awesome. i i am the last time we talked about this actually on last year was yeah. they were looking at Aerosmith and they, they were going to go down for a refurb and the whole thing about like Steven Tyler and also the, the contract was coming up and the copyright, what are they mm -hmm. going to do? And Disney's like, we don't know what we're going to do. We can't tell you. And then of course, Hey, it's Aerosmith, the rock and roller coaster still, uh, which is, fun. um, I'm like you, this is a ride that it's kind of gone, gone down to that second level of attractions where if I don't yeah. do it every time, it's okay. It doesn't break mm -hmm. my heart. Like tower of terror. Got to do it every time. Exactly. Every time. Mm. Do not change did, it. Did not make my list this year. I actually took it mm -hmm. off in, in favor of seven doors, mind train. It's just, again, one of those that if I make it yeah. great, it's not, that's okay. It's okay. Uh, Number nine on my list, I want to take it over to California Adventure, and that is the oh, Incredicoaster. I love the nice. launch on this coaster. I love the theming yeah. on this coaster. I love the the Incredibles. It's my favorite Pixar film. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's just, to me, it's a, just a traditional coaster. It's mm -hmm. massive. It's huge. As you're walking onto that pier, it's just kind of drapes over everything. I love being able to walk under the coaster mm -hmm. itself as you're, you're walking across that pier as the coasters are coming over overhead and oh. you know kind of thing and people yep. are screaming that hill the loop the loop is great um i i just love the inversion on it it's just a re really fun that's fun nice coaster so yeah. that's great yes number eight okay so my number eight is actually incredible yes. coaster I was going to say, I think I, I figured since you weren't talking about it, you had it on your list somewhere, but in credit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I didn't talk too much about it. So I love, you know, I love the whole outdoor. It's a fully outdoor coaster, which right, I always right, enjoy right, that. Right. Cause that's like the traditional, what I grew up with. Um, I do. I love it, Incredibles. It's fine in my heart. So California screaming because the first time mm -hmm. I wrote it, that's of what course. it was, but it's fine. The Incredibles are cute. And so it's a cute ride with it. I just still think it's very thrilling um it that is a must ride i don't ever want to not do that one and it's just like fun because it's like the whole carnival atmosphere and pixar pier you know yep. and it's you know some of those traditional rides so yeah it is um in credit coaster which i think is maybe down a little bit from last year but we have some 
proximity stuff. So yeah, well, for me too. There's also the Jack's Nom Nom cookies, little kiosk as you're coming off the coast, oh, yeah. right around that little area. Uh, yeah, get a little yeah, carton yeah. of milk and a Nom Nom cookie, and just stand over a trash can and dunk Ooh. your cookie, which is what I've done. Dunk my cookie. It's warm, and just eat right there mm. as you're done with the coaster. Um, the the pictures are great. It's just it's a fun time. It really is. Yeah. And I think this one and Rock and Roller Coaster are two coasters that are fun to take people on that have never been. Yeah, um, it, that's it's funny, especially if they're thrill seekers, because these mm -hmm. are two of the most thrilling attractions you're going to find in any of the parks. So. Uh, so, yeah. So your number seven is what? No, you. I'm oh, sorry. I was so going to say, wait a minute. You didn't give on. your number eight yet. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> See, you both having a credit coaster threw me off. And so I was thinking, sorry. Okay, whatever. Sorry. So my number eight, we're going to stay over at Disneyland. This will probably happen a lot, folks. Uh, my number eight, <laughs> we're going to stay over at Disneyland and go with Space Mountain over in oh, Disneyland. Nice. Now, that's an important distinction because Space Mountain in Disney World is just, I can't do it. I can do it, but I do it one time and one time only. I, like, um, I still do love that one. But if, that's if you've been on the Matterhorn at Disneyland, that's like our Space Mountain. It's rickety mm -hmm. and it's rocky and it's like, uh, all over the place uh again i call it an age indicator when you get off the attraction you are reminded how mm -hmm. old you are and how like your back hurts or if you have knee problems your knee hurts and that kind of thing so all all good time so uh old. so yeah coach Debello up in the uh, up in the chat uh over at disney vero beach resort oh hey, um, hey. Now, i think coach has been a couple of times i, I kind of know this guy but uh but jen you've been to vero beach i'm assuming i have uh, oh no i've been to um oh. uh hilton head thank you okay <laughs> Got well, yeah, I was gonna say, I've heard is amazing. I was gonna um, say, as the expert, you should see if you have, throw out any tips or anything, any places he needs to go. But I guess coach is gonna be the expert because, you that, know, you yeah, I know. Jen, you want a travel agency and you haven't been, Jen, I'm just it's impossible to get into. Don't think I have that's true, very true, very true. So, Space Mountain Disneyland, it's it's easier too because you're sitting next to somebody, you're not like lined up in a like on a rocket ship, whatever. Yeah, um, I just think that the theming is better. I think the, the way it's put together is better, and and we've talked about this before i just mm -hmm. like how the music is in your car versus just being yeah. like and you hear the music and they go by like this <laughs> and when they do the overlays it looks cooler and looks more fun and everything i'm just a big fan of it and so it's just it's it's really really good uh captain alabama hello hey, sir how up, are you yeah i know that guy too i'm glad you're here um so yeah that's number uh, yeah. eight on my list number seven now on so all right okay, number seven on my list is um it hurts. It actually hurts me a little bit to put it right here, but this is where I was where I have to put it. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I still love Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It is a nostalgic mm -hmm. ride. Mm -hmm. it, it is a must ride, but the thrill factor isn't as high as some other ones. Right. So, you know, like I have to, you know, the theming, of course, is wonderful. The queue still does get a little bit warm. It does. It does. Little, it does. Well, this is also my number seven, so we can talk about it together. Okay. So, okay, great. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, it, you're right. The thrill factor is not necessarily there but i think the, the nostalgia factor makes up for mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. uh because it is it, i mean the wildest ride in the wilderness obviously it is but like, it is kind of rickety and everything you sit in the back and you're just shaking all over the place <laughs> no, right. um in the front when you're going over like, you're like it's it's almost like a rite of passage i mean it really it is, is because as you if you're a coaster fan my what i tell my clients when they were talking about coasters and their kids i'm like start yeah. up on the barnstormer move mm -hmm. up the mine train Big Thunder's the next step. And then from there, yes, you can kind of branch absolutely. off to the other coasters and everything. And that's kind of the, the as you move up the chain there. Um, but now, do you have a preference between Disneyland and Disney World and the Big Thunder? You know what's funny is I actually was thinking about this, making this list, because I'm like, should I specify? I I don't you have, don't have strong, to. Strong, no, I do not have a strong preference. I really like mm -hmm. both for different reasons. Right. Now, I like the effects that are in Disneyland that Disney World – 
doesn't have, or right. like, you know, or doesn't have any more. <laughs> one right, of the right, two, right. Uh, as the case may be. <laughs> but, um, oh, quasi-producer uh, Heather is saying uh, Disneyland is better. Um, if I, if you were forcing me to pick, I would give the edge to Disneyland. But I still love both. You know, I have not been on Disneyland's enough to be able to say, mm -hmm. you know what? I like this aspect better than that, than the one at Disney World. Mm -hmm. I kind of put them both together and I can't really pick a preference. I mean, I might say Disney World because I just know it so much better. Mm -hmm. um, but I do, I do love it. I think that you get better pictures from the one at Disneyland because you're a little closer to the track really where you can stand on that bridge yeah. and the, 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 co mm -hmm. the coaster comes right at you. The background mm -hmm. I had was actually Big Thunder from Disneyland. And it oh, kind of yeah. Out of me, so couldn't do it as my hand is all blurry. It's kind of so weird. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I don't have a preference, but I love, yeah. and, and like I said, the nostalgia, the goat, the mountains, the wild, the, the wilderness. Um, once you get into the actual like mm. house barn thing itself, yeah. the queue is actually kind of fun. It's very rustic and everything. So, so, cool. so yeah, I, I like it. So that's number seven. Number six on your list would be what? Number six on my list. You've already talked about, but, um, it's, um, space mountain Disneyland. Um, mm -hmm. that is the superior space mountain. Um, even though I still nostalgically love worlds lands is better. I will say I'm going to edge. I'm going to give the edge, um, to the entry queue to world. Cause I love the star tunnel mm -hmm. <laughs> walking oh, yeah. down through oh, yeah. that, that one I love. Um, however, everything else is superior about the Disneyland version and, I love the uh it, was it Halloween it's Ghost Galaxy, right? Yeah, something I've like written that, that one yeah. a couple times yeah. and it's super fun. So yeah. that's a must uh, ride. I, I the queue for Space Mountain and Disney World is a little I don't say a little much. I'm also used to pushing a kid in a stroller. Um, and oh, of course yeah, he's now 11 years old. So we have the special needs stroller and we're not sure how much longer we're going to be able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. but once you go down the hill or back up that hill, that is, that can be a trick. It's a trick. That is a trick. <laughs> you know, especially if you're tired, it's in the you're day. You're like, Hey Jen, let's go ride space mountain real quick before the park closes. Okay. And we're kind of shuffling in there and then you yeah. got the hill and you're like, <sighs> trying to make it up you know and I so it's, it's tough and have they moved where the pictures are taken because it used to be right at the beginning and i feel like that's been changed the star yeah mm. um on the ride itself maybe i'm making that up maybe i it's don't know in now. world it's still in the same place okay. i don't know i don't think they've changed it in land okay there's I can't imagine where else they'd move it to maybe <laughs> randomly maybe i'm thinking about haunted mansion where they might the be pictures. thinking about that yeah, because they like I can never find where they take the pictures of Haunted Mansion. I feel like I see they... a third. I think it's a third portrait where the um the tigress, mm -hmm. you know the yeah the yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I think it's that there's one. so many pictures that my wife Steph and I have of us looking around or looking goofy because we didn't. We we're like, oh, I think that was the picture. So <laughs> which makes sense. The lightning there, of course, that's going to be the hat that's box right. ghost right after that. Correct. I believe as as many yeah, Disney World. Disney yes. World. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so number six on my list is going to be Hagrid's magical motorbike adventure. I don't know. The oh, okay. Yeah. Motorbike Hagrid's magical ride. motorbike. Yeah. Creatures, it's magical it's creatures, magical <laughs> creatures, motorbike adventure. Uh, you, you go through the long queue and you know, some of it's pretty Very themed. Long. You go through the huts and stuff oh, and yeah. everything. And it's a really well put together ride. It tells a great story because mm -hmm. you're going through the forest. You're seeing the, the, the crazy creatures and stuff. The animatronics are actually pretty cool. Yeah. It goes backwards. There are seven launches. You mm -hmm. have a drop, which, Nobody was expecting when they first got on it. I didn't know it was actually nope. there. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh. that takes me by surprise every right. time. Right. Not a bad drop, <laughs> but it is a small drop. Uh, and it's a great ride. Unfortunately, it is. I think the reason I put it at six on my list is because I haven't done it enough to really like absorb the ride yeah. itself. I've done it like three times, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a ride that like, 
I need to ride it several times in a row and look at yeah. something different every time I go and not because I'm so con I'm concentrating so much on the ride itself. Yeah, I forget to look at the theming and everything I'm looking around at <laughs> and because the ride's exciting. And then I get it off of it and people, people are like, oh, did you see the hippogriff? Did you see this, that? And I'm like, I, I missed all of that because I was just looking ahead going, woo. And, you know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. So to recap for yours, um, number 10 was Hagrid. Number nine mm -hmm. was Rock and Roller Coaster. Eight was Incredicoaster. Seven, mm -hmm. Big Thunder. And six was Space Mountain, Disneyland for you. So let's talk about our top five. Your number five. Ooh, okay. List. Here we go. My number five. You're going to yell at me because I'm going to say this one first and you're going to get mad. It's Slinky okay. Dog. Slinky Dog. That's okay. Yeah. So Slinky Dog Dash. Um, mm -hmm. I... To me, this is the one I would expect it to go on it and be like, eh, it's fine. Like, it's a little bit above the barnstormer. Mm, it's right. like maybe like the speed of Big Thunder. And Brady and I both went in with this attitude of like, <laughs> it's going to be fine. Um, we were up early. Like, we waited freaking three hours for it um, on opening day. But we went on that and we were like, oh, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> like like the three, you know, right. like the three hills. And it goes fairly high, too. It is fairly high. That's it's the thing. It's fairly fast. Yeah. And, you know, it's super smooth. <laughs> so, right. yeah, uh, I'll never forget the first time I was on that. And, well, the, the second time I was on that and um, from the Divas, Christine was on there. And she didn't realize it was a roller coaster. Yep. That will, that's yeah. true. Which, and we, you, you've told the complete story before, but it's, I, it's remarkable how she went through the entire queue, which by the way, for people who've never been the queue itself, the ride is right. The there. ride is it's there. not like you're in like space mountain where you can't see the ride to the Correct. very, very end. The you're ride is right the there time. as you're walking up. There is slinky dog coming by the track, you know, around you. Um, and it's just, it's funny to me that she gets on and she's like, Oh, this is a coaster. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's like, I, I, what? Oh, <laughs> so, that's hilarious. That's, that's, that's a her problem. There's nobody else but her. So ding, for ding, that, ding. So, exactly. <laughs> so, funny. Um, so number five on my list, I'm going to do Tron's light cycle power run. Um, there are many reasons I love this ride. I think this ride is great. I think mm -hmm. it's very different. It's really, oh, really yeah. cool. They take up a property that I dare say wasn't that popular to most people under 30 right now or a lot of people probably have never heard of it my kid never heard of tron um right. you know with a movie that wasn't is it like in the 80s successful? initially right yeah. 80s i mean it was a breakthrough movie yeah. in the early 80s uh tron legacy came out in, i think 2010 and it wasn't yeah, yeah. that popular of a movie um so they could have done something different with this but they made it work and it's really they cool you, you get the motorbikes you lean the, the light cycles you lean over you hold the handlebars mm -hmm. you know i think the ride's a little too short and I do think the storytelling they're, they're trying to tell is a little more complicated than it deserves to be for this ride itself. I mm -hmm. think if you ask John Q Disney guest on the street, Hey, what, mm -hmm. what exactly are you trying to do in, in Tron? Most people would not have a clue that you're on, I think the green team and you're trying to eliminate the orange team from, from Wait, aren't you on the blue team and you're eliminating or maybe, you know, we're the on the blue team. team. I'm thinking green and it's orange for space. <laughs> blue what? team. Well, I don't know. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> Oh, oh, you just muted yourself, Dala. <laughs> you totally muted yourself. No, you actually hit mute. You hit mute. <laughs> Unmute your mic. Oh, it says your mic's not connected. My mic cord came out. So it automatically. And of course, That's I That's what happens when you talk with your hands. I know it's like live. If we were just editing, then, you know, that wouldn't, you'd never hear this, right? All oh, well, the now you're hearing it. I have during all the shows that nobody ever hears because I'm like, nope, got to make myself look good. It's not good. <laughs> 
not this time. So, um, so yeah, Tron, I think it really works as a ride though. And the downside I think is the queue. I think it's queue is fun. Once you get inside Mm -hmm. the building, uh, they did not learn a lesson from slinky dog dash because a lot of the switchbacks are in the hot blazing sun, which is insane. And I'm like, I don't understand $60 billion. How about we peel off 3000 and buy some really big umbrellas and just coat that thing. <laughs> some shade. <laughs> increase, the ro- increase the room rates uh, like two cents per, per room. And in a week you'll have enough to buy a couple of umbrellas. Come on, um, Josh, you got money. Don't an umbrella. But so I think that's, that's the downside to Tron, but Tron is a fun ride. I think it's, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, more on school too. More on that right. <laughs> Number four for you now. Uh, number four for me is um, Expedition Everest. Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, yay! Okay, because I I can't not love this ride. Mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> like the backwards, the whole Yeti. Like you right. don't know what's happening. Even though the Yeti is a disco Yeti at this point, that's fine. <laughs> like sixty billion. You think they could fix the Yeti? you've heard the stories they would literally yeah. like have to take off half of the mountain yeah that's like, true that, is that true. yeti's not it's you know they'll i mean it's not even a money thing it is they would have to shut like, the ride down for like much. six months so i don't even know that i care enough that i want them to sacrifice that anymore right. <laughs> like, right. i just well because there's not a i guess with flight of passage it makes it easier but i don't feel like yeah. there's another big thrill ride in Mm-mm. in animal kingdom that could take the place of Everest. so not maybe right. if they build like another coaster or another something then they can say okay like, everybody's going to that but it's like right now there's dinosaur and that's not right. big enough to detract now right. maybe they retheme it maybe that helps it but mm-hmm. i yeah i don't think there's there's not enough right um yeah I, I the yeti is is i've did you see the swooping yeti did you get to ride it whenever the yeti was was it, I, me too i did 2007 right after it opened i got to ride it's it like and, oh my gosh <laughs> exactly it was it was fantastic it's watching crazy. that yeti um but jody Rody has come out and said several times that there's no way they can do it there's no way it's holding down um for me the queue is phenomenal it's one of my favorite queues in all of the parks because the whole story which you can't understand and like tron um the whole story is that you're going up the mountain and there is a group a, a, a mountain climbing group that disappeared mm-hmm. because of the yeti and there's all these clips and everything and yeah. you know the, the the legend the forbidden mountain and these the yeti might be real we don't really know and we're and going like on this tents. exactly like ripped up tents. right we're going through the mountain now on this venture but will we make it will we see the yeti we don't know and of course you come out to a gift shop where they have little cute plush yetis that all look all oh, nice and adorable so and we're like isn't that the one that killed all those people that are in the queue on those news clippings no it's so. a different one it's a nice one Duh. um a lot of good <laughs> hidden mickeys in the queue as well um you know yeah. you can find all through there they have the big footprint and stuff so it's it's uh it's pretty cool uh, exhibition everest for me number three now on your list all right three is velocicoaster um velocicoaster. Velocicoaster. so i was stunned by this ride in such a good way um it's amazing <laughs> It is such a good ride. Yes. I know Quasi producer Heather is like chiming in on chat because she's right. like, yes. yes. It is literally, I, I can't even tell you. It keeps going faster and faster. It almost mm-hmm. takes your breath away. It is a smooth ride. Like shockingly, it's not one. And I can actually hold my hands up too. Although sometimes the centrifugal force kind of gets like right. crazy. Um, anyway, it. I just can't say enough about it. Yeah, I believe that the big loop that you see there is called the top hat. I think think is that right? Um, The top of that hat is phenomenal. I mean, if you think enough to look around where you are, it's pretty amazing. But it goes so fast. It does. It goes super fast. Goes over the water, and it's one of those that I again want to ride it, ride over and over because I want to 
I want to breathe all of it in. I want to like, what are we looking mm-hmm. at? What are we seeing here? That kind of thing. Yes. Um, it just looks, it's, it's a phenomenal queue as well. Oh, that's uh, you got, you got the Raptors in the queue. It looks, it looks great. So um, we'll get to that in a second. Number three yeah. for me on my list is Slinky Dog Dash. And this is okay. really more sentimental than anything else because my kid is a huge Slinky Dog Dash fan. This is his favorite attraction. Um, this is why Barnstormer was on my list two years ago because he loved the Barnstormer so much, but Slinky is his favorite. And, you know, for those not watching or those listening or whatever, you know, my kid's on the spectrum and he's nonverbal. Uh, he communicates a lot with his hands and his expressions and he will ask for Slinky Dog. He wants Slinky because he loves the ride so much. Um, you know, we've had it before. We've had several magical moments where the cast members will allow us to either stay on the ride or they would, you know, take us off when it was over and then let us sit in the front. Yeah. Um, you know, and he just, he loves the queue. And as soon as we, like clockwork, as soon as we come off that ride, he immediately runs to that bridge and watches watches it take off because when you're standing there on that kind of the viewing bridge yeah you see the, the slinky dog come up and you hear they beep 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 here we go hang on and he comes shooting across there you know and at night when the lights are going oh, yeah. and everything is just like gamble palooza he's just nuts over that so for me slinky dog will always hold a special place in my heart i love the ride too like we said before it's really high and mm-hmm. i would say do big thunder before i would do this and only because of the height a big yeah Thunder's, this one's yeah. smoother a uh, big thunder maybe really? a little faster, but like the height is crazy on this one. Mm-hmm. You get pretty high up there with the dips and dips and everything as you go through that big three dip and stuff. So I'm I'm a big fan of Slinky. So number two on your list now. All right. You're gonna disagree with me a little bit, and that's okay because okay. this is where I have Tron. And okay. so here's here's the thing. So uh, you know, is the story the strongest story ever? No, it's fine. I mean, they tell the story mm-hmm. fine in the queue. I'm not I, full disclosure, have not right. seen the movie. Either right. of them. It's okay. That's all right. <laughs> At some point, I'm sure I'll watch them. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say, first of all, I love the um, the vibe with the cool, like the neon lights, and I, mm-hmm. I love how it looks. I think just aesthetically, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Once you're right. indoors, right, right. Yeah. Now, I also have to give my disclaimers. A, I have never waited in that switchback queue outside. I've only ever done an individual yeah. lightning lane because right. <laughs> that's just. We were like, mm, yeah, we'll just individual lightning. Right. Like um, number two, I've only ever ridden in the front because we've waited for the nice. front every single time. And number three, doing that at night, like clinched it for me. I haven't done it at night. That's the at thing. Night, I have not gotten it at night yet. So front row at night just upped it for me. Like the thrill factor was so much like with the lights going and you're like outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it was. Yes. So, and Brady, like, I think this may have taken his number one spot. Like, he loves Tron. And he doesn't get motion. Like, Guardians can make him motion sick. Of course. Yeah. Because because that's a very intense one. That doesn't happen on Tron. So, I do wish it was a little bit longer. However, I don't feel, like, when it ends, I'm not like, oh, is that it? I'm just like, oh, I wish it would be a little longer. But I love right. it for what it right. is. So, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's great, and because I have not done it at night, that may be why it's not higher on my list at number five. Yeah, um, and because from the distance, it looks gorgeous at night with the it's with the beautiful. blue lights and everything. It's as if if Test Track were a roller coaster, it would be that with the lights and stuff. Yeah, and and maybe that's why they're one of the reasons they're redoing Test Track because now like Tron resembles Test Track, and you know I've heard Test Track 
nicknamed Tron Track because it has those same elements. Because it has its elements. With the lights and stuff. Exactly. And so the other thing with individual lightning lane is that allowed us to pick, like, okay, we are going to yes. pick the latest time slot so that yeah. we know it's going to be dark. Yeah. Whereas when we did, it was just like you grab one and, you know, you pay for the, you pay for it or you do Genie yeah. Plus for it, which is what we've done. But we've also got the DAS yeah. Pass. So a lot of times it was like we set it up. Okay, we're coming back at one o'clock mm -hmm. and we would just come then. Just um, yeah. But yeah, but I, I cannot wait to ride it at night. Maybe in November I'll be able to do Maybe that. Maybe November, yeah. Great. That would be really, really cool. Cool. Number two for me is Velocicoaster over in uh, over in Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. Mm -hmm. um, it is just, as we said before, it's fun and it's fast and it's different. And mm -hmm. it's a true traditional coaster where you get in, you strap in, you yep. shoot through big loop, crazy elements, mm -hmm. screaming dinosaurs at you. Um, you know, it's just it's fun. Everything we said before, yeah. I still goes. It's just, it's great. Uh, this was actually number two on my list last year. And so it's kind of oh, stayed yeah. in the same place, which nice. means that number one in our For list, say it with me, Jen, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. The whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Quasi producer Heather yes. is agreeing right now. Right. The top one. It has to be, I mean, it has to be Guardians. All right, so when you got a client that comes to you and says, Jen, I've heard a lot about this Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. What is this coaster thingy? Is this like Space Mountain or Big Thunder or Haunted Mansion? What is this? Well, it's in the dark like Space Mountain. We could mm -hmm. say that. It is in the dark like Space right. Mountain. It's nothing you've ever experienced. The It is a roller coaster, but mm -hmm. the ride vehicle moves. And it doesn't move like back and forth like um, uh, Seven Dwarfs. Like right. it doesn't just like swing back. It doesn't and forth. rock back and forth, right? No, it's moving. It's like it's an omni mover. It's omni mover. Yes, yeah, yeah omni mover, yeah. and it does things you don't expect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is thrilling, and you have amazing music, especially when you have September. Of um, course. <laughs> so I just tell it it's it's nothing you and it's long. Like it is. It is. It's, it's a several long. minute ride. It's several minutes. Yeah. Um. The cool thing too about this one is the queue sets this up perfectly. And mm -hmm. when you get inside, it's like you have to go through a series of rooms to understand the story. Yes. Um, you know, Pay you're attention. going through, you're, you're filing, you're, you're fighting the, the big dudes. Uh, I forget their, their names. Whatever. Oh, the, uh, the, um, not oh the humanoids, the, um, <laughs> the centurions, the element, whatever. Um, yeah. they were big in the Eternals, but nobody really cared about the Eternals from Marvel. So, um, those guys. Um, so yeah, it's great. You got Terry Crews, who is now an iconic figure. Epcot. People of Epcot. Epcotians. Epcotians. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we're you got to tell me these things. Hello. Um, so he's becoming like an iconic figure now. And I, I, yeah. I think Terry Crews, I've never talked to the man, obviously, but I would imagine he's just delighted that people know him from yeah. this now, which I think is great. And then, of course, the only downside is that Cattle Call, once it finally opens up and you go start, start going to things, yeah. it's like this massive. It's almost like it's Haunted, like Haunted Mansion, Mansion where you have to get in there. It's like everybody's going and running and trying to get it there. Um, of course, ride no, the front row is where you want to be because it's the best row of all. Yeah, but uh, what row, row is that, nine. David? Row nine is great as well because you end up yeah. first when it goes mm -hmm. backwards. Mm -hmm. uh, and then row four, row five and six, if you want to kind of something in the middle, you're like, yeah. I don't want it to be crazy. He needs five and six. Uh, right. And it, it, we brought up Haunted Mansion. If you think about Haunted Mansion, how it turns when you look at things, how it's automatically yes. turning, it's a lot of that same aspect. Like the it's ride will- It's focusing your direction. A lot faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot faster. Yeah. The- and the only thing that I, that I kind of, 
I describe this as the Gravitron from the county fair. When you go mm. around that globe towards the end, it's that pressure yeah. of like, oh, you know, um, I can do this once. I have to give it a little bit of time. Then I do it again because now I'm getting older. Um, you know, I don't do this on a, on a full stomach or an empty stomach, kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, but the ride is just phenomenal. Mm. It's my favorite coaster right now, so favorite good. coaster overall. Uh, I don't know that we'll have an updated list next year because there's really nothing coming next year as far as I know. Um so we'll have to wait till we go to Epic Universe when they have like five new coasters coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then of course, yes. And then of course, by next year, September, hopefully we'll hear something. Or actually August, we'll hear D23 of next year. Yes. When, they'll, when they'll hopefully be announcing the Villains Park and all the things that quasi-producer Heather and I put forth as different coasters and rides, they'll be announcing all those things because I'm sure Josh heard our show. Probably so. I mean, probably. probably. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hulk obviously did not make our list this it year did as not, well. And the mummies Gen fell off. I was going to say the mummy fell off. Is that the one, the only one that came off your list this year to add on Tron? I think the mummy was the only one that came off and okay. I do still love it. That needs an honorable, honorable mention because right. I really still do. Well, and I think honorable mention for me would be the barnstormer. Um, I do mm -hmm. love the barnstormer. I took off rip ride rocket as well off of my list only because I haven't done it in a couple of years Same. and I'm hearing good. Well, what I'm but, hearing is that the music selection that where you can usually choose that has been taken, like it's diminished. They only have a few songs now instead of a whole playlist you can choose from. Um, there are speculations and rumors. They may take the ride out. I don't know. Um, yeah, that wouldn't surprise things. me just with some it's of the other renos that they're doing, right. like to right. maybe theme it into well, something Well, plus else. they have to make it an IP. They can't just leave it traditional Correct. and standing. They have to do something with it. It's they have to put the character else. on Every, it. Right. I mean, Everybody's doing IP. You can't do original stories anymore. Why would you do that? You have to add, you know, a Minions coaster or a Shrek coaster or you know whatever coaster. Something. I don't know the Shining coaster. I don't know. Tell no. me more. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? So, um, so yeah, so that's our list Would of not. our top ten coasters. Uh, Jim, we got some exciting things coming up. Of course, next yeah. week I will be gone. I will be in you the will. West. I will be in Alaska mm -hmm. and Astoria, visiting the Goonies house in, in Seattle, catching fish at the fish market, which will be all kinds of fun. Um, and of course, in two weeks, you're going to London. Is that correct? Yes, London and Paris. With, with hashtag Kyla, 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 yes. our frequent show contributor and my yes, good yes, friend, yes. our good friend, going to London there. Um, so we'll be back together, I guess, in a couple of weeks. Uh, Roth from Wyoming. Hello, sir. I see he's coming on there, which, by the way, let me promo him real quick. He's got a podcast called Good Day for a Movie Podcast. He and his guys get together oh, and do cool. movie uh movie basically one movie per episode and it's really kind of fun uh kind of fun to listen to so yeah. if you're a movie fan check out a good day for a movie podcast but um also jen um we're going to be doing starting in october our own patreon yeah you know, we've talked about this mm -hmm. before and i'm kind of getting i've been kind of lacking and getting it set up but we're going to have a couple of tiers anywhere from two dollars to like eight dollars a month where you can support the show have extra content mm -hmm. uh jen will be watching iron man for the first time and so we're going to kind of do a series of extra episodes in Patreon only for the Patreon uh, subscribers that uh, Jen will be walking through the MCU. We'll walk through the MCU. We'll try to do you know whatever we might do three extra episodes a month. We might do one a month or one in five weeks because we're busy or whatever, but we're going to walk through every movie in the MCU. Jen will kind of review it. We'll talk mm -hmm. about it. There's that. And we'll be doing, some, I'll be doing some extra stuff, but maybe put some video, extra video and fun stuff up um, just for Patreon. And maybe every couple of months we'll do a live show just for Patreon, um, which you know, I watch the Imagineers. They do a fantastic job oh, yeah. with live hi, shows hi, and with Patreon. Um, so, hey, Imagineers, which, by the way, let me go ahead and give props to them. Matt and his wife adopted a child a couple of weeks ago. So Yay. great. I love that story. And and they they talked about it on their, their previous episodes. I don't feel bad announcing it now, obviously. And, of course, our dear Susie getting married. In like a month. I'm so excited for her. I am so excited. I cannot imagine what kind of guy 
even is slightly worthy of Susie, our dear Susie, but Susie's she's married. It's exciting. So we're hoping to be able to see them and mm-hmm. uh, have them on, uh, you know, our show in a couple of weeks, a couple months or whatever, whenever things kind of. Yeah. When they settle down, maybe when mm-hmm. they settle down. Exactly. Uh, Jen, you're going to be on a podcast tomorrow night, I believe. I um, am. It's called I'm... living with tough to be a bug. No, stop it right something. now. I don't know. That so. blasphemy! It is living with the land speeder, which of course yes. David Dollar was a ho- um, was. a guest on episode yep. two, mm-hmm. um, and it is it is such a fun show. I've I've actually I've threw almost all of the episodes. They they yeah had, they're like 12, 13 in, so it's not 12, hard 13 to catch in. up. Right? Um, no, yeah, it's yeah. great. They they Star Warsified a Disney ride. They take a Disney yeah. ride one per episode. And they just turned it into Star Wars. And that's like the, each each person has mm-hmm. their own idea of what's going to be. Mine was Tron and episode two. And I basically called it the Wessel Chase, which is based after the bounty hunter, uh, mm-hmm. Zam Weasel from episode two. Mostly because I wanted to do something with the little kiosk there uh, in the front where you had Your this, most nine, like, was the food. Like <laughs> this 1,000 calorie serving of cheese sticks with this thick marinara sauce. And I wanted to call it Death Sticks. Um, because with, and it's got a caution on it. You don't eat this before you go on a coaster. Don't eat this in the hot sun because it will kill you. Just you know, sit it's back and enjoy. It's gonna kill you because they're death sticks. Okay, well, I, death sticks exactly I'm because it's so caloric and that. so thick. Um, but uh, are you allowed to say what you're going to be doing tomorrow night? I mean, you're maybe not say the attraction. Ride, like, yeah, yeah, no, can, I can you, tell you the attraction. We are okay. retheming dinosaur, and if you That's go to so their social media, they have us like all photoshopped into the. Into right. the ride, but yeah, we are going to. Read and you're basing guys. your entire thing on just Rise of the Rise of Skywalker, right? All of those, and just I'm just kidding. Nobody liked Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I was going to say they, yeah. nobody, <laughs> nobody liked that, right? So, not just me. <laughs> Fun times. Now, if you're listening to this episode on the podcast, I will be in Pacific Northwest at this very moment, honestly. Um, tomorrow's episode, uh, or yeah. I guess today, whatever, the, the 21st of September, we have our good friend Melissa Reagan on. She's going to be mm-hmm. talking about all the food stuff. We're calling it the one with the foodie because she is talking about her solo trip yes. where she did food and wine, hit all the restaurants and everything. So that's a fun show, too. So, uh, Jen, let's do some contact information. Uh, Jen, where mm-hmm. can we find you um, whenever, as your trips and stuff? Yeah. Um, at Upon a Star Jen would be um, where I post a lot of travel related content. And then my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny um, as well. Nice. Nice. Now, Jacob in the chat says, I know dinosaurs are pretty mid ride, but I enjoyed it when we go when I was a kid. Um, I know what some yeah. of the things that Jen's going to be doing to this attraction. And I'm really excited to hear her. Um, I've I felt honored to be able to kind of give her a few extra like Star Wars um uh, Star Wars, like little little phrases and words and characters and stuff, you know, yeah. uh, so she can impress all the guys and stuff. Of course, living with the land speeders, name of the podcast. You can find them yeah. on their socials. Find me at the magic on a dollar. Of course, I've crossed a thousand followers. Thank you. Uh, find me on Facebook, of course, magic on a dollar and Disney on a dollar as well. Yeah. Um, and our and finally, little since we're doing all the plugs and stuff, we have um, uh, the Deuce Cast Movie Show. Our 600th mm-hmm. episode is recording Saturday night. Jen, I don't know which, even what you're doing Saturday, but I wanted to tell you that you were invited oh, no. to stop in on Saturday okay. evening if you'd like. Um, it is a come and go kind of thing. We're doing some special stuff, and I'll tell you about it later. But it's going to be yeah, tell me about It's going to be pretty fun, and you'll be able to step in. But uh, also, quasi producer Heather, find her at the. Moana mom. Uh, yes, Jake, we cannot wait to have you on 600. It's gonna be fun. Um, find, find Heather at the Moana mom. She's got some great stuff going on over there. Yeah. Uh, got another guy coming in. There's uh there's Garrison Rifen, um, which oh, I'm hi, Garrison. Thank you. Thank you, Garrison. Um, the pride of Tifton, Georgia. Uh, and uh, by the way, and I know there's some cross-referencing shows here, but uh, happy birthday to Scott Rifen, the voice of Waycross, mm-hmm. Georgia, in his radio career down there. Mm-hmm. So uh anyway, um, 
yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming up and everything. We hope you continue to listen to the show. We just really appreciate you guys joining the show. We've had several people stop in. Um, we're going to, like I said, try to do this sometime in October. Then in November, we'll do a Christmas-themed show as well. Maybe have some guests yes. on as we go live. And just mm-hmm. really excited about what we're going to be doing. And finally, let's go ahead and say it, that we have a YouTube show. Not we, we as in do. Jen and I, but the Upon Us Our Travel has a YouTube show that has started last week. I was on that one. And, of course, this week is uh, with a few different people. Some of the mm-hmm. agents and some special people are coming on the show itself to do some special fun shows um basically just kind of doing just youtube only we may put that audio feed somewhere else and maybe mm-hmm. on our feed i don't know um but uh it's it's gonna be a lot david of, of course being a regular contributor and... of course of course um so jen what is this youtube show all about we're still kind of putting the name together what's up andrew yeah. still kind of putting the name together it's like we're loosely calling it the travel show we'll see what the happens travel chat that. yeah uh, travel um, chat whatever but honestly it's it is a, just a place where we can discuss all of the cool things that are happening mm-hmm. in travel. So we love Disney. So lots of, you know, we talked about Destination D23, of course. Right. But, you know, uh, this week we're chatting Disney Cruise Line and like why Disney Cruise Line is different, what we're excited about for the treasure. Um, there's going to be a rotating cast because this is for all of our agents to really showcase um, who they are and what we love yep. and what we're excited about. So you'll get to know, I mean, you will see very familiar faces from Main Street, mm-hmm. like obviously David Dollar. You're going to see quasi yes. producer Heather. You'll see Kyla, Kyla, Kyla. Right. Um, you'll see um, Emily and Jessica, who were on just what a couple episodes ago, a Disneyland mm-hmm. episode recently. Um, yep. And I know we've had some of our other um, friends on throughout the uh, throughout the episode. So you will see some familiar faces, meet some new ones. Um, we're excited. Basically, yeah. they're there are a lot of great talents in our agency and we're kind of harnessing that and putting it together mm-hmm. because you know, there's not a lot of YouTube shows right now on YouTube um, for it's Disney and for travel, travel and stuff. And we're just kind of be like, Hey, let's make it happen. Here let's we are. Work. So <laughs> here we are guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. This has been a lot of fun chatting and uh, love doing a live show because you know, heck uh, it's live. I can't edit this thing. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but we might edit it for the podcast. I'll take out the part where my microphone went out, but uh, thank you guys in the chat for joining us. Uh, Andrew and coach Bello and Roth, Wyoming yeah, and Harrison and, and everybody else that I'm missing, not thinking about now, but thank you for joining mm-hmm. us in the, in the, in the chat. Quasi producer Heather, thank you for being a part of the show and doing the producing, the full producing, not just quasi tonight. Um, and of course that is Jen and I am Dave. Hey, don't forget to thank all those Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.